0: Hey, so I wanted to make this video in case you are just getting started in entrepreneurship or working online and maybe you're working a job right now and you are looking to leave that job and you want to start your own business, you want to start freelancing, you're not really sure where to get started. The reason I'm making this video is because if that was you, then I know exactly how you feel because I left grad school a few years ago back in 2016. And I wanted to start working online, had no idea where to start. So I just read Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I knew that I wanted financial freedom. That was the first time I ever heard the term financial freedom. But I had no idea what to do. So I started with affiliate marketing and I wanted to basically start selling books online and write reviews for books and just make affiliate commissions that way. But I realized quickly that you don't really make that much per book. I would have to sell a lot of books in order to even make a livable income of $2,000 a month, let's say. So I've gotten this question from a few people, including my own girlfriend who asked me, how do I get started working and making money online? She was a teacher at the time in Mexico and Uh, Basically, she wanted to be able to double her income and start working online. And it was incredible because we started to learn. I showed her some things that she could do. And within a couple of months, she was able to quadruple her income and also work remotely online. So this video is really meant for you if you're in that position where maybe you're a teacher or you're working a regular job, a nine to five. and you're ready to branch out into the online world and you want to start traveling because right now we're in mexico we're traveling and we're able to do so because we both work remotely so here's what i wish i would have known a few years ago when i left grad school because i've been on the journey for four and a half years and there have been a lot of investments that i've made that i really regret there have been some paths that i wish i wouldn't have taken but at the At the same time, I'm grateful for the entire journey, but I would have saved myself months and possibly years of hard work and energy and wasted time if I had just followed my own advice I'm about to give to you right now. So the first thing I want to go step by step here. So the first step that I would do is really take a self assessment and get to know who you are in terms of your personality type and your values. So you want to start with the end in mind basically meaning that you want to know what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? What are your strengths? What are your interests? The reason I wish I would have done this personally is because what I did was I started as a coach and then I started trying to become a salesperson, which I'm an introvert and I really, really hated that. And I wish that someone would have told me, look, you're, that's not your forte. That's not really your calling or your gift. That's not even your zone of genius, so why are you even trying that? And it wasn't until much later when I was listening to a podcast um, from this guy, Mike Dillard, and he was talking about how his personality type is an INTP based on the Myers-Briggs personality type test, which is actually my personality type. And he said that he discovered copywriting, which was his calling or his gift, that he was able to make money from that and you you don't have to talk to people. And especially if you're an introvert, it's a great way to, it's a great skill to learn that you can apply to any business, right? So that's the first thing that I would suggest is take a personality test like Myers Briggs, for example, get to know your personality type, get to know your values. What do you value in life? Do you want freedom? Do you want fame? Do you want fortune or all of the above? Or do you want anonymity or do you want, What type of business or lifestyle do you wanna have? Do you wanna be able to travel? Do you want to help a lot of people? What do you value the most in life? Is it money? Is it uh, impact? Is it freedom? Is it be able to spend time with your loved ones, be able to give back to your loved ones, be able to buy a house for your mom or your dad? What is your dream that you have in life? Once you define your goal and your dream and your vision, and your dream lifestyle, then you're able to work backwards from that. But that's the first thing I would think of is, number one, what is your personality type? Number two, what is your vision? I know that sounds corny, and maybe you've seen a few of these videos where uh, some people talk about their goals and their vision, but in this system, I'm very logical with it, and I'll explain to you exactly why we're doing this first. And it's for the reason I just said is, this will help to inform you what skill to learn next, right? Because I don't necessarily suggest that you jump in right away and try to start a business. You can, you definitely could do that. Uh, and you could start working from the ground up, but I would also suggest looking into freelancing first and then making the transition from freelancing into launching your own business. And basically what that means is you start by learning a skill and you do it for other people first. And then once you become proficient at that skill, you can use that to launch your own business. So I call it the big three and I see that there's the big three skills that you can learn when it comes to business that'll provide you a good foundation moving forward into launching your own business or your own offer. And the three prongs or the three big things or the three skills that I would look into first to freelance and to learn are number one, sales, number two, copywriting, and number three, media buying or paid advertising, right? So you don't have to learn all three at once. And in fact, I suggest that you really specialize in one of these and you could find, if you're trying to start your own business, you could find other people to fill in the gaps later on. But I would say make one of these things your specialty and you could do this based on your personality type. So if you are more of a people person, if you're someone who enjoys talking with people, if you enjoy spending time on the phone, if you enjoy communication, if you're more outgoing and you're a people person, then I would definitely suggest sales, right? So look into high ticket phone sales, for example, basically what you would do is you would take a few calls a day, you would connect with people, and you can make a full-time income taking two to four calls a day, which are, which is basically two to four hours of your time per day. Um, that could be done and you can basically make a full-time income working less than four hours a day and just talking to people. Or if you're more ambitious, then you can actually take six to eight calls a day and um, and plus you get to talk people and talk to people and help people. So people think of sales as a dirty thing, but, High-ticket phone sales these days is more about helping people than anything else. And once you learn the skills properly and from an ethical place, and I I invite you to also check out the video that I made about the best courses to invest in to get started, the best low-ticket budget courses to get started in these skills, because I actually talk about which courses to invest in if you want to learn these skills, uh, especially from places that you trust. Right, that's the biggest thing is that there's so many scammy courses out there that it's hard to know who to trust and who has good information, both based on the results that they're able to help you attain and based on ethics, whether you're actually learning ethical skills. So that's the biggest thing. Uh, one drawback of phone sales or high ticket sales is that you're still trading your time for money, but you do have more control of your time, so you're not answering you might be answering to a boss, but you're not having to clock in and out. You can set your own schedule. You can travel. You can work remotely. Uh, You don't have to work a full-time schedule. You can make a full-time income taking two to four calls a day. So those are the pros, but the drawbacks are um, you're still trading your time for money. And also dealing with no-shows was the bane of my existence when I was doing phone sales myself. So I did it for about one and a half years before I realized why am I doing this if I'm an introvert? I wanna do something else. And the next thing that I wanna talk about is what I ended up doing. Because if you're an introvert, if you're more expressive through writing than speaking, and if you're someone who's creatively minded, maybe you like to write, maybe you enjoy psychology, especially if you enjoy psychology and behavioral economics and learning about how people behave and how people think, then I would definitely suggest looking into copywriting. So copywriting is like the introvert's form of sales. Uh, It's basically salesmanship in print. And copywriting is a great skill to learn. And you can make a lot of money from copywriting. You can also help a lot of people with copywriting because it's basically influence in the written word. And that's actually something that I'm more focused on is copywriting. And I found that that's really my zone of genius is being able to to help people with writing. And since I'm more introverted, that's really the reason why I'm in that path. Um, so copywriting is a, a great way to go and you, you can actually launch a business through copywriting. So it's not, I wanna make something clear, it's not intellectual property, right? It's not teaching someone how to incorporate or all rights reserved or something like that. Copywriting is influence with the written word. It's advertising. Um, salesmanship in print if you have ever watched the show Mad Men on AMC that's a copywriting agency they're an advertising agency they're creative they think of ideas for commercials and advertisements the reason why that's so important to any business is if you think about it the creative process of creating an ad or a commercial or anything to persuade someone to buy your product that's essential to be able to grow and scale your business and to start your business. So if you're able to learn the skill of copywriting, you can really build any business that you want to. So that's why I recommend either sales or copywriting because with sales, you can also do the same thing. For example, Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, she did sales for seven years. She was selling fax machines door door and she basically started Spanx by going to uh, the purchaser, right, at Neiman Marcus and persuading her to to basically get her product in their stores. And that's how she started the company. And she was able to use her skills, sales skills and she would actually show up to the stores and sell her product herself in order to get the company started. For copywriting, there's similar stories of how people were first advertisers and then they launched their own offer or their own business, right? So, sales and copywriting and the third one is media buying and paid advertising. So maybe you're someone who doesn't necessarily want to speak with people and you also don't really want to write but you're very uh, technically minded and you like data analysis and you're more of a numbers person and you like spreadsheets and you like to look at numbers. Right. So if you're more of that type of person then I would recommend media buying and paid advertising. So basically what that is, is you're running Facebook ads, you're running YouTube ads. And once you get to a certain point, you're able to outsource your ads. So someone can write the ads for you, you can find a copywriter to write the ads for you, you can find a designer to design the images, and then you just run the ads and that requires a lot of technical skill. So you break down numbers and you learn how to scale, you learn how to use different platforms, how they react to certain changes, especially market changes as well. So if that sounds interesting to you, then media buying is a great way to go. I used to be a media buyer as well for an agency, and it can be a lot of manual work, um, but at the same time it's very rewarding. and you can actually help a company grow from, let's say 40,000 a month to become a multi-million dollar company. So we've actually seen people who have come in, And they were starting at maybe 40 to $50,000 a month. And they later became a five to $6 million company over the span of two years, just from that skill of driving traffic, basically meaning getting people to click on your ad and they go to the business's website and they're able to buy products. And so you're the person who's driving people to the website, right? So if you learn that skill, it can be very lucrative. and can also help you launch your own business and your own offer. So the reason why, and I'm sure you could probably uh, see the reason why I recommend learning one of these three skills to get started before you launch your own business is because if you do it for other people first and really master the skill, then you lower the risk of it being unsuccessful for your own offer. You actually mitigate that risk, right? So you're, you're increasing our skill, which is decreasing the variance and increasing expected value. So you're minimizing risk. That you're taking by starting your own business, because as you might have heard, 90% of businesses don't make it past their first year, right? Or first five years. So in order to, the reason why most businesses fail within the first few years is because a lot of times they just don't have that skill. A lot of times people just jump into starting a business without really understanding or knowing the importance of marketing and sales. And accounting and things like that, the finance, financial part of it. They think that their idea is so good that people are just going to want to buy it, but they don't really understand that having uh, consistent clients and customers and having good marketing and sales consistently is actually the lifeblood of the business. So if you don't have that understanding from the beginning, then your business is likely to fail. So in order to mitigate that risk, I would highly recommend. At least getting some experience under your belt in one of these three fields, probably taking a course in one of them. And I have another video where I talk about my suggestions for a low ticket or budget course for less than a few hundred dollars to get you started in each of these skills. I, rec- I have a recommendation for each of these skills. Um, but first, getting to know your personality type, your values, what kind of lifestyle you want, because that will inform you on the type of skill to learn and what type of business to create as well. So if you have any questions or comments on this, then feel free to leave a comment below. But hopefully this provides a lot more clarity for you if you're getting started, because I wish I would have had this information when I first got started. When I dropped out of grad school, I had no idea what I was doing. I had a lot of confidence and I thought, okay, well, if I just launch a business, it's just gonna work, right? I'm smart, I can figure it out. That was not the case. I spent about four and a half years trying to figure things out, trying to piece things together, taking different courses, spending over $40,000 in online courses um, 25 different courses doing all these skills working these different online jobs to try to learn so i could start my own business but now i realize it's a lot simpler than i had first thought and it really boils down to learning skills so you can mitigate risk and then you can launch your own offer later so hopefully that helps and provides more clarity and i will talk to you very soon take care